The Super Meat Boy is eight years old. Yeah. Yeah, that that's crazy. Feels ancient to me. Yeah, it does. Hmm. That was like summer of twenty, like the first ever indie summer thing for Xbox. Was it in the first summer of no, arcade? I don't think it was. No, the first huh? one was two thousand eight, which was Braid. Oh, I thought the first Braid one was Shadow Castle Complex. Crashers. Shadow Complex was twenty ten, I think. So that oh wow, maybe two thousand nine. Yeah, no, Braid and and um, Castle Crashers were the first one. Are you oh. sure it wasn't Trials HD? Trials was like twenty two thousand nine, but Trials has existed since like nineteen ninety nine. So yeah, summer. Of, I gotta look this up now because I remember Mister Splosion Man. Yeah. yeah. Normal Splosion Man would have been. Yeah, two thousand eight was Braid, Castle Crashers, Galaga Legions, Geometry Wars, Retro Evolve two, and Beyond yeah. Commando Rearmed. And then and, and two thousand nine. Two thousand nine was Splosion Man, Shadow Complex, Trials HD. Yeah. Teenage. Those Mutant. first two years are ex- like holy shit. Yeah. Turtles in Time. Reshelled. Year three was pretty good. Limbo. Oh, yeah. uh, Castlevania Harmony of Despair, which I think reviewed really well. Monday Night Combat, which had potential. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I played quite a lot of it. 2011 was, and 2009 were yeah. good. 2011 had Bastion. Toy Soldiers True, Cold Bastion War. Fruit Ninja Connect. From yeah. Dust. 2012 had Deadlight. Dust. An Elysian Trail. Tony Ox Pro Skater HD. Is Fruit Ninja on the Oculus, Jameson? Because you should try it. Yeah, uh, mm, I don't know. It's one of those games which though. doesn't seem like anything. I think anything. it is. I think it is. Fruit Ninja VR. It, yeah, it is. It was... It's crazy fun. Oh, accounting is on Oculus finally. Ooh. Oh, you did it. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I have not really touched virtual reality for a bit. Uh, but I, I look forward to sort of going back and uh, finding, re-seeing everything. Apparently that new um, Astrobot game on PlayStation is really good. But mm, I've yeah. heard that. I've heard that's well, like a... To try it. Yeah, I heard that's like a platforming pinnacle. Like... Yeah. Like, yeah. It'll be the Super Mario of VR platforming, which is cool. Too bad I'll never ever play it because PSVR, mm-hmm. and it's never gonna. They probably won't bring it to PC. Um, mm-hmm. that'd be surprising. No. That's the the little first per- first party icon, the little bots, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Seventeen dollars for a VR game seems good. Yeah, that's on the very low end. They're usually like thirty or fifty. That's wouldn't know. <laughs> Still, that, that's still, also true. I still think that's pretty good. Like fifty, like if it's fifty CAD. No, no, but it's like, um, the Batman game, which is like forty-five minutes, is like fifty dollars or something. Uh. Yeah, like the thing is with VR, you never. I haven't played a game that you want to. You don't want to play for very long, like two hours, I would say. Yeah. But also, most of them are like you do it for two hours, and you're like, okay, I never need to play this again. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the lineup isn't fantastic at the moment. Yeah, so when they're short like that and you don't want to play them for a long time, the price really starts to get frustrating. Even though we don't have to pay anything for any of the things on Oculus. No. Uh, but, you know, theoretically speaking, the prices are absurd. Huh. Yeah. The Rift is not a bad price now either. Five twenty nine, no, eh? Yeah, if you buy directly from... Oculus as well. They don't charge you any shipping or taxes, so it's five twenty nine flat. Wow. Yeah. The yeah. Con- the controllers are they look really nice. Mm. They're they're great. They're super nice. Yeah. Um. Just need a lot of space. You do need a lot of space. I got a problem. You got a decent amount of space. You need like. 
I would say for like proper for a more comfortable experience where you have moving, you know, you have a decent amount of movement freedom. Yeah. Uh it was it's like Let me show, I'll take a picture of my room Ben. My It's office. like 8 by 10 my it's area not, probably. It's not enough. I'll just take that. Yeah. Where, where's you need like I think ideally you need like 10 10 feet by 10 feet square. Uh which I is a, like lot I have of space. a lot of space. A lot of space in this office like three. I don't Discord the ratios of it don't seem so weird. Yeah. But 529 is, yeah, I was, when I ordered mine in the summer, it was, uh, I was surprised at how, I mean, 529 is still a lot of money, but when Do you, put this in the right place? yeah, when you don't have to pay for software as well, it's like, oh, 529, like that's pretty all right. That's uh, my little nerd thing as well. It's coming along. That's how much space I have width-wise and it's not enough. No. You need to be able to like stand in a circle or stand in the center of your area, go maximum wingspan with your arms stretched out and spin in a circle and have like an extra foot in every direction. That's sort of yeah. my okay. my rough judge of it. Yeah. Just to be safe, yeah. Yeah. And even that is too small. Like ideally you want ten to fifteen feet in every direction. Which is insane. Yeah. We should transition into the podcast because I did want to actually talk specifically about <laughs> this. We're talking about very... there's no transitioning. This is the podcast. We hit record for this exact purpose. I know, but Ben does his good evening, good morning, good tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. I can do it now if you want. Do it! G'day. (laughs) Done. G'day and welcome to the podcast, uh, Defend the House podcast, episode eight? Seven? I feel like I'm getting closer. Where's my podcast folder? Just keep Uh, saying Number eight Number eight was correct. Sniped it. Well done first take wow. we've wow. done eight? eight we've done on eight facebook. this year yes yeah. on facebook right eight on facebook um yeah welcome we're uh this is a defend the house podcast nights edition uh recording it a little well, bit later for than some usual. of us for some of us yeah for some yeah. of us it's, yeah. it's true we, we normally record at like five minutes after i've woken up because we're i'm the only one that lives on the west coast yeah. uh so this is nice it's a uh, 4 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, 8 uh, 8 p.m. for me and Joe is is burning the midnight oil. At yeah, yep. five, five to, to midnight. midnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So just expect this podcast to get sensual. Uh, get your and oils sleepy. and sleepy as well. Maybe you're not in the mood. Um. Well, a little bit on the docket uh, for this podcast. Uh, a little bit of what we've been playing, and a little bit uh, of excitement about what's to come. This is obviously the week. I don't know if this will be out before the release date, uh, but Red Dead is out at the end of the week. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit. If you are listening to this, Red Dead has been out for a few days. And boy, howdy, did it blow. Wow, what a <laughs> failure. What a stinker. Wow. Eight years down the toilet. Yeah. How disappointing. How many overtime hours? All in the bin. Seven million. Yep. Yeah. Wow. How many human rights violations? Yeah, yeah, more than you can count. Oh, I heard they put the 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 devs who died. They put their names in the tombstone <laughs> in the game. So yeah, they have the babies section and then the deaths section, the burnout yeah. section. Yeah, uh, fatal uh, burnout. So yeah, I didn't realize that the whole game was going to be graveyards. So <laughs> yeah. anyway, um, <laughs> boys, what have you guys been? Uh, what have you guys? What have you guys been playing? I just wanted to do a quick segment on VR. Because okay. we, me and Jameson talked very briefly about virtual reality and then the sweltering summer hit and it was so mm. hot. And I yeah. just, 
it's my fault for really not getting on top of like the airflow and air conditioning in my apartment. I just didn't. And I found out that UK fans are just strangely limited compared to North America, which is probably because it's usually cold here, but that's changing rapidly because of climate change and shit. So uh, it was a hot, sweaty summer for me in my office. So I just couldn't bear to play virtual reality, but it's cooled down. Thank God. So over the last week, I was playing a bunch of virtual reality stuff. Not going to go into too much detail, but it's just been one of those things where I have some more relevant, up-to-date opinions on virtual reality in gaming. Because me and Jameson have access to pretty much everything on the Oculus, so I played a lot. And I played some good stuff. I recommend Red Matter, Jameson. Yeah, I've had that in my library since the sweltering summer. Uh, uh, I finally played a couple hours of Edge of Nowhere, Insomniac's oh, like, yeah. third-person horror game type thing, mm-hmm. which is really interesting to play a virtual reality game in third-person. I don't think you'll like it, Jameson, because there's very limited camera control, and mm. I know that's kind of like a thing that you, you're not really into. That's true, yes. But I think they're clever about the way they did it, because horror <laughs> is interesting i don't know where they're gonna go with horror and virtual reality because it literally is just too much yeah hopefully they don't (laughs) i don't want i don't want it there is like no way to tone down the horror experience of being what what feels like you're physically trapped in a scenario and monsters are in your face there is no real way to tone that down except for make it third person where you're watching someone else in the horror yeah oh and it And it works kind of well. There's obviously an immersion break. You don't feel like you're the guy. You feel like you're an overseer. But you're kind of in the world at the same time. So it's kind of a strange situation to be in in virtual reality. But at the same time, it takes away from that horrible, sweaty immersion from horror games, which is just too much. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty good with my horror games. And virtual virtual reality horror is just fucking too much for my old heart. So I've been enjoying Edge of Nowhere, and I will probably play through most of it. A lot of climbing up ice, a lot of like the Tomb Raider climbing up walls, a bit too much of that. Mm. But apart from that, I tried a lot of other stuff, and I keep encountering a problem where I just don't have enough space in my office Mm. to play most of these games. And there isn't a way around a lot of it. So a lot of games are... So go on. No, yeah, I just, yes, I'm agree. Yeah, there's really, I know on um, Oculus or SteamVR, like if you don't have space, the game just won't launch for a lot but of their it, stuff. It's so inaccessible. That's what I've yeah. come to conclude yes. about uh, Oculus and I guess virtual reality in general. But the thing that confuses me is a lot of games have figured it out that you play games like Red Matter and you have the rotation on the right stick where you rotate in 90 degrees increments and that helps with like uh, motion sickness. <laughs> and then you have a teleportation mechanic where you point mm-hmm. at the ground and you teleport to that place. So you can literally stand in the spot in your room and you barely have to move. But it there isn't like a universal movement system in a lot of games. I tried to play budget cuts and there is absolutely no rotational turning in the entire game. You have to turn with your right. physical body. And I don't yeah. have... Um, an extra uh, sensor behind right. me. So if I do a 180, the two sensors by my computers can't see my face and a horrible thing happens where <laughs> it stops tracking your head and you instantly want to vomit because your peripheral yep. is stuck in space but you're moving. 
and there's just no options anywhere to have a rotational movement. And it's just very strange across VR titles where there is yet to be a universal system where it's like, hey, people don't have huge apartments, but they have like a, you know, an arm spanned uh, room available. Yeah. Just incorporate these things that other developers have already figured out into your game. And it's just been strange to jump into games and just not be able to play them, even though I think I have more space than a lot of people have access to. And I was listening to a podcast recently, and I didn't really think about this, but he was saying, there's no way I can ever own VR because I live in Japan. And in Japan, because right. of po overpopulation, their, their spaces are extremely efficiently cramped and small. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think the PSVR might be selling okay over there somehow. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But for people who have small houses, like if you bought this, you just wouldn't be able to play it. Even with a big house, like, you know, if I was setting it up in, in my family home uh, from a few years ago, which we're not at anymore, but. Like I would have, the only spot that would have that space would be in the basement. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, like, yeah, we could set it up in the basement. Um, but I would have to bring everything down yeah. into the basement and there would be a computer, like a, you know, $2,000 PC sitting there all the time because you need so much hardware to power these things. Mm -hmm. uh, even with a big, big house or a big room, it's still, yeah, it's the, in, the lack of accessibility for it is, needs a lot of improvement uh, yeah it's just it's one of those things that's frustrating for me because other games have figured it out they yeah. they they create movement systems where you can just teleport around uh like red matter was fine obviously stuff where you sit still and look down on a third person character like moss uh, edge of nowhere was fine mm -hmm. uh, what was the space game that was great as well uh what was it called uh, shit the, yeah Really, really good game with a sequel coming yes. out. Oh, they're, yeah, uh, they're making a sequel. Yeah, uh, it's, it's not like no, it's not Axiom, but I. Uh, it's it's Echo Arena is the uh, Lone Echo. There we go. That's Lone it. Echo. Yeah, that was Lone definitely was the really best good. game on the Oculus oh, so yeah. far. That was like an eight-hour game that I played through. <laughs> yeah. So that, better than anything else that I played. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just frustrating, but, and we don't even have to pay for the games because we are no, we're Facebook yeah. partners, and they were kind enough to hook us up with an account where we get all the games for free. And it's still frustrating yeah. because I can play some games and then I jump into, uh, I play something really cool, Jameson, you might like it. It was called TSA Frisky. And it's like, <laughs> I've a, heard of it. Yeah. It's like a papers please type game where people are going oh, through good. the airport security and you have to physically pat them down and look for items. Cool. And it's hilarious. But I couldn't get to the suitcase because it was through my wall. And right. I just like, yeah. And the only way I could do it is you can reset your view in the <laughs> yeah. oculus so if i went all the way to the right hand side of my room yep. and reset the view <laughs> then it treats the right hand side of my room as the center of my room and then i could reach the suitcase but then to get back to the other stuff i had to reset every, it every yeah. it's just make it universally accessible for people with well, moderate spaces yeah that's the thing with vr right now is like it's such an enthusiast like high-end thing and it it's probably best that it is kind of inaccessible uh, to the mainstream for now because they haven't standardized that stuff yet. Um, yeah. You know, you sort of pay the price because it's only been two and a half years since like an entire new way of playing games became viable. Yeah, true. And it needs time, obviously, and it's sort of frustrating to be like in the middle of them figuring these standards out. But like, you know, think about 
even just first-person shooter controls like Call of Duty 4 basically finally standardized left trigger, right trigger only a decade ago, you know? Yeah, uh, I, I think it's just because the Oculus feels very official. There's an official store. Yes. It's all checked by Oculus. So it feels strange to go into a store, get these very official-looking games, which you expect would have some sort of standards. Standards. I can't say standardization. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Stand and that you're paying a high price for yeah okay i can do i can do it you slowly it. Do, you, do, do you think uh part of the solution will be uh scaling back uh like those i wouldn't say cheapening the experience or or scaling back the immersive act uh the immersive aspects of the hardware but like do you think that because to me, it sounds like the solution would be, yes, you have vision control based on the tilt of your head and the, the angle you're looking and all that stuff. But do you think that a solution around that that would comfortably fit would just be putting a lot of movement or reach on the sticks instead of, like, forcing you to overextend? Like you're saying, to reach yeah. something in the world, you have to physically get up and, like, like go... You have to go somewhere. Do you think the 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 eventual solution and would you agree or want the solution to just be them scaling back those aspects and just putting them on the sticks instead no i, I think i just th they've they've sort of standardized it in some games like joe said where it's like it it just works it adapts to the size of your play space mm -hmm. and they just need to like you know if the thing joe wanted to pick up in a full space is six or eight feet away and he has to physically move to get it it, it should detect that he has a smaller play space and just move that in closer to him. So it's like, oh, yeah. he just has to reach a foot and a half to get it. Which some games do that now. Because yeah. Yeah, the, when you the, set up the um, Oculus, Ben, you designate your entire space. You kind of like drag yeah. your hands around and you kind of paint out how much room you have. So it the knows, Oculus exactly knows exactly the size. how yeah. yeah, it knows how big your room is. But does that like, translate to what the software devs are doing? Like, are they making in some cases. different variants of... Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like um, Job Simulator scales everything to your room size yeah which yeah. is wild yeah that that to me yeah. is a good example and a good uh yeah a good representation of how the lighthouses really work like because they they did yeah. the lighthouse is that the vibe that's vibe is lighthouse but it's okay. you know similar similar philosophy. principles yeah or just yeah. let me move my character like i tried to play surgeon yes. simulator and you can't yeah. move your in-game character and i couldn't reach some tools Again, with TSA Frisky, can't move the in-game character. You have to move your physical body. Yeah. And it's just... That's the only thing that's frustrating me. Yeah. There is, just, a, like, just, this just universal... Put it on the, yeah, just put it on the sticks. To, like, to me, that's... The just... teleport thing works perfectly, yeah, when it's in games. And yeah, just put that just, in everything. It just feels very strange. Yeah. It's, an, it's an official Oculus store. There should be... Stand design. Fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Stand you, you keep going back to that well, you, you want to say there that word. Like you're, you're... Why can I only say it slowly? Standardize. Oh, we know why. You did it. You just have to turn it into a little da 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 da. Just give it a little beat to it. Standardization. There you go. Standardization. <laughs> Is it my accent? I don't get it. I don't know. Standardization. <laughs> oh, can't help. Okay. Yeah, I agree. There should be standardization. After this podcast, I'm just going to be in a mirror going, standardization, standardization. <laughs> <laughs> Say the word. Um, standardization. I think I'm adding an extra syllable. Sorry, I'm really stuck on that. Anyway, what moving on. What else have you been playing outside of VR, Joe? The piss game. Oh, Talk about the piss we, game. Are we going straight into me? All right, all right, all right. Why do you call it a piss game? <laughs> you and your hate against this game is pissing me off, man. <laughs> Speaking of piss... <laughs> 
You're pissing me off. So I played a game called Mag... What the fuck is this game called? It's Opus Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> Nopus Magnum. Come on. Yeah, more Opus like, More like Magnum. Nopus Magnum. Piss. I'm gonna cut if I come to the wedding, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you a bit. <laughs> good good goof. Joe, we're just rolling along with the goofs, I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. Right. So Opus Magnum was a game that I only checked out because um Game Makers Toolkit was talking about it. Mark Mark Brown, YouTuber, who I really, really like and I, I kind of match with his tastes. And when I looked into it visually, I was like, oh god, this looks absolutely mind numbing. And I just wasn't interested at all. And visually, it's kind of a mess and not very appealing. But when I got into it, I was like, oh, it's essentially a puzzle game where you make automated machines to do a task. And this almost goes back to podcasts now, where I said I was looking for a game like Satisfactory mm-hmm. and Factorio, which has like logical machine automation type stuff on my nerdy brain. And this kind of is it. It's essentially a puzzle game where you have to create an element the context of the game is you are an alchemist and there's some fun little backstory to everything you are doing there's five chapters each with a mini story uh i I like the story actually they put a lot of effort into it but the puzzles you have to make an element and you have an array of tools and you can do it any way you want there is like a thousand different solutions it's kind of like polybridge Mm -hmm. where you can do it any way you so wish and it's a little bit overwhelming when you do your first puzzle and there's like 16 different tools. You're like, I don't really know where to start. But you just do whatever works for you. Uh, if you've ever done any editing, this is going to sound strange, but if you've ever edited before, then it's very easy to get used to because it's kind of like, it's like using a Flash or After Effects timeline and keyframing in mm-hmm. different movements. Mm. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Uh, if you've ever done like any premiere manual motion stuff, you also have done a system like this where every little notch is just a frame of time and is very, very satisfying. And I think the best way to show you guys how it works is to visually present some examples. I know how it works, by the way. Because I... I, I have some gifts. Can I drag these in? Can I'm you drag, drag them in. into the recording of the pocket? No, Joe. This is an audio, audio format. Audio podcast. Audio podcast, yep. you dummy. So, sorry to our listeners, but I'm yeah. dragging in. Yeah, I know. I, I watched um, the Giant Bond Quick Look for it like, you know, six or eight months ago when it came out. And uh, it seemed neat and very satisfying. Yeah. Do you see this? Because it's broken. Yeah, I, if you uh, click on it, it's it loading. Yeah. Still to me. Oh, there it goes. Oh, so if you okay. click on it. This, looks this, kinda, is, uh, this, this looks is my nerdy. Yes. So this is my horrible <laughs> machine. Essentially, it's tearing apart that spinny atom and taking the middle out and converting it into something else. And this took me like 45 minutes. And then a couple of levels later, I had a revelation, which I won't bore you guys by explaining. But that new information allowed me to go back to the same puzzle, which I didn't need to do. The game doesn't really mm. give a shit how inefficient your design is. You can do it any way you want. You can make an absolute disaster of a solution and it's still valid. But I went back and I made a new one and it's nine times more efficient. <laughs> and it made me very, oh, wow, very wow, wow, happy wow, wow. inside. Like how much better that second solution is. And the freedom of being able to solve it. Yay, Theo. The freedom to be able to solve it <laughs> in any way you want is what makes it so good. 
Because if you're yeah. having a day where you're not feeling that creative or efficient with your solutions, you can just make a mess and you yeah. can still progress in the game. That's, you will take longer. That's very but, appealing. Like having, yeah. having being able to solve it however you really truly want I don't like, to. I don't like when games say like, oh, you didn't do it perfect. You know, yeah. oh, yeah. S rank. No, well, I'll tell you something, game. Probity's nerfed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the only... Uh, punishment is not punishment the only consequence is it shows like a little graph at the end and it's like this is the most efficient way you could have done it and it ranks you uh compared to that but that's it there's no consequences to you doing it horribly horribly inefficient that's except cool. for you waste your own time if you do it inefficient mm -hmm. and if you take your time and plan it properly you will have the puzzle done in five minutes Fuck it. Mm. cool which is really cool it's yeah. like there's a not not risk award there's a there's like a punishment for being lazy, but the mm -hmm. option is there, which I really like about this game. Um, it doesn't mean that it's really easy just because you're lazy. There's still like challenges to figuring out how to do stuff, but there's, <laughs> there's some really satisfying moments where you know you've done it well. Because when I was on the last streak of the game, chapter five, the last couple of levels, one of the levels took me two hours. Wow. wow. I was like chipping away at it a little bit per day because... I really wasn't enjoying making that machine because I knew it was a disaster, but kind of like how I played Polybridge, I'd gone too far to start from the beginning. Yeah. And part of me was like, Jesus Christ, this is getting so hard. And then the next level I beat in like 20 minutes. So and I was this, like, oh, my machine was just shit in the this, last level. This to me looks like a game that you kind of wanted at a Polybridge where, and this is the way I kind of started to feel in, in aspects of Polybridge where it really felt like no matter how creative I wanted to get, I had to do some variation of the correct solution, like mm. of their correct solution. Yeah. Um, but this, it sounds like this really kind of scratched your edge. Cause I, I know you're uh, just so twisted, so demented in your brain <laughs> and the way that you do things uh, and yeah. that you would just want to, you want to solve it in a unique or interesting way. And so this, it's kind of, that's neat that you were able to, to, to succeed in this game. Uh, you like with creative means yeah and like you can kind of put as much time into the puzzles as you want i like mm. that flexibility a lot it's fun to play a puzzle game where there isn't one strict solution mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of tools and you don't even need to use all of them you can kind of pick and choose the way you want to do it and it's good it doesn't go on for too long and nice. i find that some puzzle games when you get to the final stretch it's like agonizingly difficult and like frustrating and tedious <clears throat> and sometimes puzzle games just go too far I, I played like the talus principle and the last couple of levels were just so difficult in a way which is not fun and it never really gets that horribly difficult it's like a nice moderate challenge all the way through and it's like 15 hours and it was a nice surprise i just played it out of nowhere uh, because a youtuber recommended it and i ended up playing through the whole thing and probably my favorite puzzle game I played in a long time. Not that the puzzle genre has really had much going on since The Witness, but uh, yeah, Opus Magnum was the best find uh, I've picked up on recently. Hmm. Cool, sweet. Yeah, I've I look forward. I'll probably give it a go over the winter at some point. It seems neat. It looks like a comfy winter game. I tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah, good podcast game type thing. Um, I don't actually have a lot to be honest. <laughs> really? Don't, yeah, I don't have a lot. Hey, Amen. Um, I. I played, finally, the whole of Resident Evil 4. Mm -hmm. So you've never done that before? 
No, I tried it for the first time on the Wii, and I played Ooh. the opening couple of hours, and it was really fun because mm-hmm. you shot with the the motion. So you aimed at the screen to shoot, uh, which made it very difficult and f- not frustrating. But it, the reason I loved it so much on PC, spoiler, I loved it, was kind of the same reason I liked The Evil Within 2 so much. I feel like survival horror games are not supposed to be played on PC because you absolutely destroy when you have a mouse compared to like playing a controller. Because Resident Evil 4 started on the GameCube and then was ported to all the consoles. And if you play, if you play on PC, you just absolutely shred everyone. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really have that survival horror feel because you, you never really feel at danger. It kind of just feels like a fun arcade shooter. And I loved it. I think I just love playing survival horror games on PC. Uh, it has a really good pace to it as well. It's 15 hours, yeah, I think. Not, not a crazy long game. It's got a few sections. Yeah, and it, it's, it's kind of funny. It's very coherent for the first five hours or so. Mm-hmm. Very, like, um, has a theme. And then it just kind of goes nuts. And none of it really <laughs> makes sense after no. five hours. You're just in a church. And suddenly the floor is lava. And then you're like in a temple and it feels like they're in a writer's room and they're just going, this would be cool. This would be cool. And then (laughs) it's so has nothing to do with it's like it's almost like five in a way that's like this isn't like this has nothing to do with Raccoon City or anything like that. But here's the characters and then, oh, there's like there's there's the thing that ties it all together. Like it's so detached until it's not. It's really obscure. Yeah, it's really, really strange. But it was a fun arcade shooter. And it was one of those classics which I'd never play through. And now I have. And I can see the appeal. Could you move and like shoot if... on PC? No. Okay. You can't move and shoot. Still the old classic tank controls. Um, But I see why it's so... Uh, What's the word beginning with? Revered. Uh, revered. That's the word I'm looking mm. for. Yeah. Uh, because if you can play a game 14 years later, I think this was 2004, yeah. I think so, and yeah. you still have fun, even though it has some movement problems and some of the sections haven't aged so well, mm-hmm. I think yeah. when you if you played it 14 years ago, it must have been absolutely nuts. So yeah, right. Resident Evil 4, turns that out. sort of like me with uh, Halo 2. Yeah. I Our, just interrupt, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I remember my, my fondest <laughs> memory from Resident Evil 4 is I remember watching Dawson play it on the Wii, and he got trapped very early in the game. Like you're just starting out in that first village, and he got oh yeah, he got put in a cabin, and he had a shotgun with two shells left, and there was seven or eight guys slowly walking towards him, and I was just like, "You're dead." Anyway, he shot one shotgun blast pretty high, and it killed four of them. Took four quad headshot, shot the other one, and killed the other three. With the with the headshot, I was the most. If you ask him about it now, he'll probably he'll mark it out pretty good. Like he, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good moment. But. It's, it's got really satisfying gameplay, a uh, gunplay on PC. Yeah, no doubt. Because you're so accurate with a mouse, yeah. you can snipe people with a pistol if you have yeah. a red dot sight across the entire map, and it oh, feels yeah. so good. That and man, dots. did they master the hat, the satisfying headshot in this game. Woof! It feels good. Yeah. Very satisfying gunplay. A uh, good game. Were you spooked actually, at all? Uh, yeah, there's some spooky bits. Not yeah. many. Because, again, on PC, you're so in control. 
Yeah. I never really ran out of ammo for like the whole game. Nice. But near the end, there's some spooky stuff in, in like a laboratory. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. There's some spooky boys. Um, I pretty much only have one last thing, lads. One last thing. And I played it recently on the stream. And this is a game I never planned to play. Because mm. this is... I feel bad about this. Cause I shouldn't have done this. But Jameson didn't oh. like it. Jameson didn't like it. So I was like, okay, I won't... I'll skip it. But then oh. I... But then I'll like, oh. I'll try it because it's Halloween. And that game is Little Nightmares. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were going to say Bioshock. I was going to be mad no, at I, you. I did play Minerva's Den, but I feel like Minerva's Den is so out of date. Yeah, And like yeah, irrelevant yeah. that I'll just talk to you about it off, off the podcast. <laughs> Fair. But uh, I played Little Nightmares, mm-hmm. and first of all, Little Nightmares, it has a couple of control, not issues, but it's a bit sluggish. Your little character feels yeah. a bit heavy, and it takes a little bit of adapting. And it, it does that kind of, I don't want to say arrogant, but it's just like, not arrogant, um, ignorant thing where the game starts, it doesn't tell you the controls, and it's like, uh, just figure it out, uh, you know, we're, we're an indie game. And I don't like that. I find it really frustrating when the game tries to be really cool. It doesn't tell you how to play the game and you're just sitting there pressing buttons for like the first five minutes, not knowing what anything does. But apart from that, apart from being a little bit sluggish, this might be the best looking game I think I've ever seen in my life. Little Nightmares is absolutely gorgeous. Like on my monitor, I just couldn't, could not get over the art style of this game. And I think it might have the most impressive animation I've ever seen as well. I used to revere... The the ending of Inside for the for the thing. I call it the thing. Right. And some of the sequences in Little Nightmares just trump it so, so much. Interesting. Like, holy shit. This, oh my God. Little Nightmares is a really, really good game. It has some movement issues, but the way, the style of the game is just so good that just playing it, just makes it a Just to be clear, it's a it's an inside slash limbo like, right? Yeah, yes. It's not really side scrolling, no. Because limbo uh, I guess and sort of. Yeah, I guess those are side scrollers. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I did play a little bit of Little Nightmares. Uh, it has some of the best uh, monster slash enemy design I've ever seen hmm. in games, hmm. and it has actually some really creative sequences in it. Uh, I don't want to spoil stuff or give away any sequences because it's a it's a little game. It's about three hours. Actually, it took me two hours and forty five minutes to beat the whole thing. But there's just some some enemy design and some sequences that I've never really seen done in horror games because there's, a lot of the tropes in it have been done before. Mm-hmm. Being chased by enemies has been done in every horror game for the last five years. But they just do some stuff in it, which is really fun scary shocking and also kind of comical at times it's a game which made me chuckle quite a lot and i just absolutely love the style it looks like a animated movie if you play yeah. it on a on a nice shiny monitor sort of but, going after that earlier tim burtony look yeah and there's some shots in this game which are, oh, oh, oh boy <laughs> you don't need photorealism i'll tell you that you just need a good art style and a good monitor and games can look just absolutely nuts. The monitor part goes a long ways, I it think. It does. It does. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really have much to say about it because it's basically just a spooky game 
where, where you are platforming around <laughs> and trying to get away from monsters. But I just really wanted to take some time to compliment how the game looks. Hmm. It must have taken a long time to piece some of these sequences together. There's like a chase sequence where you're being... Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Spirited Away, but there's like this gorging scene where these people, huge yeah. fat trolloping people are like stuffing their faces. And there's like 50 of them chasing you. They're like flowing fatly <laughs> over each other, like a wave of skin. And it's just, it looks amazing and it's horrifying and twisted. And I loved uh. it. I absolutely loved Little Nightmares. Um, I played th uh, through this little DLC expansion today, which wasn't as strong. It was more puzzle-based. Uh, there was one new villain. It was it was an okay distraction. I probably wouldn't recommend it for the price. I would just say stick to the base game because the base game is a nice, comfy, uh, like two and a half hours to, to three hours. And whew, whew, it's got a style which I'd say is unmissable. It's like mm. some of the best use of art and animation in video games I've ever seen. It's a damn pretty yeah. game. Huh. It's got some good spooks. It's got some good spooks. Yeah. They do some clever stuff with uh, the enemies. There's one enemy which is blind and can only like hear or smell you. And that's been done quite a lot of times in video games. And they do some like really fun stuff. He's got these long slender man arms. Mm. And there's like a whole like fight where you're trying to avoid his arms and he's like groping at stuff and he's like Ugh! And he, there's oh, one bit where he just like he, he picks up a spoon, he's just stroking it like salad thing salad fingers and it's does a really good job of doing icky horror. Huh. It's good. Cool. Uh, and that is it for me, everyone. Hmm. I'm sad I couldn't oh. drag this on for longer. I do like to talk for about an hour about 45 different indie games, but... It's good. That's You've it. Been, uh, your focus has been elsewhere. Yeah. Well, I played some Forza, which I'll be saving for the review talk. Mm -hmm. uh, Opus Magnum was 20 hours... So that kept me busy. Uh, yeah, Resident Evil was 16 hours as well. So just wow. m mostly that. And the VR stuff. And of course, Marvel's You know what stream. I played that took 16 hours? Oh. Um, it was the raid. It was the Destiny Oh, yeah. Raid. Goodness oh, gracious. Yeah. I'm down to talk that about Destiny. A, yeah, that like took us 16 hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down to talk about the raid. Um, I really don't I care so, about um, raid spoilers. You can go I ahead. do. I see, but see, Joe, I'm not Joe, I, have nothing to I do. About yeah. It. Okay. Don't okay, worry. Okay. You insensitive uh, yeah. swine. I'm not going to explain mechanics. Uh, <laughs> and you know, there's only like one or two big reveal moments in it that are good. Uh, that God, I don't know why it took us so long. We were just because you're bad. We because you're bad. We had one actually. or two people that were too under leveled for it. Uh, which you were one of them. Yeah. You were both of them probably. <laughs> I, was the, I was the highest level motherfucker I'll mm -hmm. fight you yeah weed's illegal now of course you were the highest one <laughs> god damn it you should see the friggin fog outside when I wake up in the morning I'm sure it's not smog anyways it's smog um, that raid so normally I you would think like 16 hours I'd be ready to f murder every single person in, in, in that raid mm. nah not really I, no. I picture you playing 16 hours of destiny every day <laughs> see, I no, I think I I can see your impatience. I can hear your impatience. I can hear your desk thwats. It's, so it was funny that <laughs> it was a really really good group of people. Um, they were all very level headed and and positive mental attitudes throughout the whole thing. And I never got annoyed. And I had a tremendous time with it, even though it took like ten hours longer than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it was very good, and it's a very good raid. So uh, you're replacing us. 
yeah, you're gone. Hmm. Bye, boys. I'm not wow. playing with you anymore. Cold. Yep. I'm glad. Good. <laughs> Take that, sucker. <laughs> da- you, Jameson, you're out. Dawson's in. We're keeping hockey in. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? No. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I. <laughs> it'll be interesting to do it uh, if you guys ever get to an appropriate level. I plan um, on it. I think Dean does too. Yeah. Dean's playing it right now, and I'm sad. There's a rumor that there will be no light level boost with the first DLC, and that makes me a little sad uh, because I don't know if you guys will ever reach. Let me. I'm gonna check right now. I'm getting there, Jameson. I'm actually doing it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. What's the little recommended? Five sixty. Five sixty could probably be okay because you'll get good drops as you go through. But five seventy is like really safe. But five sixty is probably okay. I think I'm like five twenty. Yeah, it's yeah. taking me forever. Whatever, we'll get there eventually, mm-hmm. uh, and it'll be good. It's a really well-paced raid. There's lots of it's it's just encounters basically. There's no stealth section. There's no there's really no platforming section either. <gasps> no stealth um, section. Just <laughs> two different reactions there. It's yeah. just a boss battle after boss battle, and every one of them is completely unique. And uh, they're really, you know, that experience with the raids where it's like, okay, we gotta we have to communicate and execute, and it's that loop of like okay we don't know what we're doing oh we're getting slightly better at it oh we yeah. almost got it and then everything clicks into place and you get a f- perfect execution clear the encounter joe is oh. actively playing destiny 2 right now yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna have a little check um <laughs> and this raid is like so intensely focused on that it is like the maximum of execution and communication required uh, no individual part is absurd, but every encounter requires flawlessness, basically, in a, in a way that I found really enjoyable. And, Are you talking uh, to these strangers, Jameson? Well, yeah, you can't do a raid without constant communication. They were all very good, civilized people. I didn't just go onto the LFG to find them either. It was a, they're all. It was part of the reset era slash, you know, former NeoGAF hmm. uh, Destiny community, which has always been a very good community. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's really neat. It's really well paced. Some of the bosses, one or t- two sequences are like really frantic in a way that I like a lot. And cool. uh, it's really it's a really really good raid. Maybe the best one. It's hard to say for sure because it's only been a couple weeks. But uh, I really want to do it. So I like it's aspirational to me to get there. So I think that'll help me put the time in. Like I definitely yeah. want to do it. Um, like and the problem I'm is sure. you have to put in like incremental time, like a little bit every yeah. day. Yeah, well, like we've kind of been doing that. Like, I mean, yeah, and I mean, it's it's not like it's going to go anywhere. The, those no. light leaks that came out, you know, Destiny Three is not next fall. No. Uh, it, it was probably never going to be next fall. So you've got a lot of time yeah. to to get there. Yep. Uh, and I also did the other like three man raid that is only available every three weeks. Um, that one makes up for the lack of exploration. Uh, in the main raid, this what one is, is basically this time stuff. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, the whole Dreaming City is on a three week cycle, and every <sighs> week it's different stuff. Uh, I like it. And the uh, the Shattered Throne is the name of the three men. Uh, they call it a dungeon, and uh, yeah, it's really good as well. It's probably seventy percent exploration and platforming. Cool. Uh, it's there's a lot of it, and there's only two boss fights, and they're pretty easy. Cool. Uh, and it's really neat. It's full of secrets and. I got a fancy bow, and I'm pretty much a little over six weeks. I'm 
pretty much I'm good now. I've nice. I've seen and done basically everything in Forsaken. It took like it took a while. six weeks and 150 hours. Cool. Uh, yeah. No, which is tremendous. Yeah. Like, I mean, sure. Yeah. Say, say what you want, but no, that's like to me, that's a win. Like for all yeah. the dunking that Destiny Two took and and Destiny One even took, but like like that's that's great that there was that it's, much flavor. Yeah. And Forsaken. And and I guess you know it's technically still going because the Halloween event just started and that's decent and there'll be a new quest in the Halloween thing yeah. next Tuesday and before you know it, it'll be December again uh, and I'm actually more DLC. Um, I played quite a lot of the Halloween thing. Yeah, there's something because it's very slightly randomized as much yeah. as the Infinite Forest. Infinite Forest is. Yeah, it should be something just very passively enjoyable about it i've been doing like two runs every morning mm-hmm. and yeah. let, let me check right now i'm up well, to you'll probably be you'll probably be able to get that 600 light level gun um uh, what do i do story. when i get to horror story yeah horror story here's uh, i'm on 91 but yeah so you're gonna get a 600 light level thing out of that and that'll give you a huge boost to your gear shit you can you can probably even uh, rebuy items from collection and and like boost your gear up artificially. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, it costs quite a lot of currency stuff. Seven of everything, I think. For that, that's actually an exotic price. I don't know how much. Actually, oh no, it's cheap, isn't it? It doesn't need any money. It's like two or three shards, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. To buy them, and uh, yeah, it's the first time that Destiny that I have felt like I have nothing bad to say about Destiny right now. And that's the first time ever that they've done that. And you're at the point which, now where you can walk away from it for a while too, which is just a great way to. Yeah, and it. it's not like I walk. I'm walking away after like 15 hours, like Destiny 2 was at launch. It's yeah. like, oh, I played more Destiny than I have in a very long, very, very long time. Uh, yeah, it's it's a nice feeling. Yeah, I yeah. We do, I, I but I'm also like ready for a break, like. Uh, there were maybe like four days in the last six weeks where I haven't launched that game, so I'm, I'm ready for a little, a little breather. Um, for an unex- an extended Destiny Two talk, you can check out the Defend the House monthly review thing. From several months, also we have three Destiny Two chats on the YouTube channel. Yeah, we and talked about podcasts. Oh, for fuck's sake, we talked about. Um, the whole of Forsaken, and right. <laughs> I don't know if you read the comments in that video, James Simmons. Some yes, people really tore into me for, for the things Good. they said about the Dreaming City. You little punk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was yeah. not expecting that. I was expecting people like, yeah, fucking Destiny sucks, mate. People like, yeah. uh, the British yeah, guy was... just doesn't get it. <laughs> I hate the British guy. <laughs> yeah, they were, and his stupid opinions. He did not like me. Uh, yeah, so that... that the only other thing, I'm just thinking if I'm forgetting something, I don't think I am. Well, Aside game? from Blackout, which, yeah, just in games. Uh, there's one thing that I will talk about. I'm just trying to remember Blackout and then, yeah, okay. Um, Joe mentioned um, like good sort of relaxing puzzle games, adventure stuff, best thing he's played in a while. Oh. I had that this weekend as well. Wow. Uh, it is called, do I have the link copy? There it is. It's called Return of the Obra Din. Oh, oh yeah, I saw that on Steam there, which I had heard about last week, and then it came out on Friday, and I was like, "Oh, this!" I heard it described, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds neat." And the thing that sold me on it instantly was, "Oh, it's the next game from the guy that made Papers, Please." 
Oh, shit. Yeah, and that's exactly what I said. I was like, oh, shit. And I immediately <laughs> went and bought it because uh, Papers, Please was a great little game that I didn't actually end up playing a lot of, but I really, really liked. So much Papers, Please is more a game I respect than I want to play. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Because like the systematic memory stuff is just not really my type of thing. Yeah. But man, the game is so unique. Yes. Um, so this is similarly very unique. Uh, he's worked on it for four and a half years or something, and he was just like, Papers, Please sold really well, so he's just coasting on Papers, Please sales, so mm. he's just making a game that he wants to make. Um, and it is strange. You have to see it to understand how it looks, because it's 3D, but it's one-bit art style. fucking cool. It's got a really cool style. Yes. Uh, there'll be a little gameplay in the in the podcast video if you want to see what it looks like. Um, so you play as an insurance uh, investigator because he's all about you know mundane jobs being your role. Um, you get sent out to a ship. It's a ghost ship. Has come into port in 1800s uh, England. It's 1803, I think it says. Yeah. And uh, the Oberdin is a ship. It's a ghost ship. Everyone on it is dead or missing, uh, and it drifts into port, and you have to go on and figure out what happened to every single soul on board. Ooh, murder mystery. It is tremendous My nose is plugged reviews. up, so I have to take some big breaths here. Uh, sorry. What was that, Ben? It's got tremendous reviews. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. I love it. Um, so you have... The thing that makes it unique is you are... The thing that I, I heard it described on the giant bomb thing on Friday last week, um, someone called it like murder mystery slash detective Sudoku. Oh, um, man. Yeah. So you have the two main tools you have. Uh, you have a, a log book, <clears throat> which has uh, the list of everyone on the ship. It's their name, their nationality, and what their job was on the oh, ship. Oh, yeah, this is I'm, this is yes. already so so my. And type you of have thing. to figure out what happened to every single person. So you have to, f and you have in your logbook a picture, like a painting of the crew, uh, for facial references, and the book is broken up into chapters, uh, one through ten, and you that's basically like the story of the ship, and it fills cool. in. Kind of has some and DNA you, of Papers, Please in there. Oh yeah, totally. Um, the main thing in it is you have a pocket watch, a magic pocket watch, that when you find a corpse, you use your magic pocket watch, and it takes you back to a 3D stop, freeze in time of the moment of the person's death that you're examining. Yeah, I, I just bought this game. Yeah. So the <laughs> nice. first thing you come across is a corpse lying outside of the captain's quarters, and you begin the memory, and it, you hear dialogue happening it's black screen it's sort of presented like a silent film with the dialogue popping up in the middle of the screen you hear the dialogue you hear you know someone on the other side of a door you hear creaky footsteps in the ocean and then you hear him yell like i'm coming out and he kicks the door open and you hear a gunshot and it f pops in and you have a s frozen in time 3d recreation of this guy getting shot with a gun and you have to use the power of detectivism and intuition to Look at the people. What are their faces? Where are they standing? What were their accents like? And figure out who everyone is on the ship and what happened to them. Can, can I ask, is it yes. challenging from a puzzle perspective? Uh, I would say so, yes. Ooh. You have to... This game is amazing because it respects you. Yes. It's like, That's what I wanted to hear. It gives you very little information and expects you to use the, your eyes and your brain to figure everything out. Um, Ooh, yes. 
someone's identity. So the fr so okay, wait, let me stop for a second. So you do these memories, and you basically like chain your way through the memories because in the first memory there will be another corpse somewhere in the environment that you find, which triggers the next memory and the next memory, so on and so forth. And you're working backwards. So you okay. start at the end of the book and every memory ends at the end of a chapter of that book. Uh, so you're sort of working your way back through what happened to the ship. And um, and it's so fucking good. Mm. It's uh, Visually, it looks amazing. It has my favorite soundtrack of the year. It's wow. like a super weird, like violin, sort of bombastic sailing soundtrack that I, I absolutely like. It's an amazingly strange, unique soundtrack. Uh, and this game has some amazing moments in it, which I won't go into in any way, because the less you know about it, the better. Cool. Um, and it's super satisfying. I There are 60 mm. crew members. You have to solve the fates of six and identify 60 individuals. Wow. And there's like tremendous snowballing where like the first four hours, I had three people identified. Oh, yeah. You figure out one thing and it leads to the next yeah. thing. And then by, <laughs> by eight and a half hours, I had completed the game and I had solved all 60 crew. Ooh, um, yes. I didn't do this because I have a good memory, but I just about printed off the, the picture so I could start taking notes on who some of these people might be. Like, oh, this person is probably this guy, you know, and taking little notes. I didn't end up doing that, but I, I should have. And uh, yeah, like someone, someone I solved, it was like a scene and he speaks in a clearly a Scottish accent. I'm like, okay, this guy's Scottish. I know that. That's a Scottish accent. Or someone says uh, verdampt, verdampt, which is German for damn. But there's no one, there's no German on the, on the ship, but there's an Austrian and the Austrians will be speaking German. It's like, okay, I know who this guy is. Haha. Mm. Yeah, it's super, super amazing. And I loved it. It's... Uh, Highly, highly, highly recommended. You will Sold. get it. It'll take five minutes and you'll get it. And by like 20 minutes, you'll probably be hooked on seeing what happened to the ship. And uh, yeah, superb, weird, amazing game. I love I it. I am sold. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It was It was probably... It was one of those games where I'm like, oh man, I don't know. Like <laughs> before it, I was thinking... Like this is a real you know, world about. Yeah, well, less so specific to them. It was like, you know, we talked about Donut County, and I was like, man, I did not like Donut County. And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. do I just not like the indie games anymore? Like, they're all oh, so like, man. oh, we're millennials growing up, and we got our cute humor and pretty graphics. And then I got over dinner. I was like, oh, someone still has a portal into my head every now and then. That's good. Yeah. We know, we know how to make classy, cool, weird games that I'll like, so... It was a little uh, reinvigorating of like, oh yeah, video games, they can be they can be for me every now and then. Hmm. Uh, That's the, probably the best thing about indie games is yeah. randomly trying something out, like I did with Opus Magnum. Just yeah. like, eh, it's really quiet right now. This game looks kind of interesting. And then you're like, holy shit, I love this. Yeah, that was exactly my case with this. I was It was 20 bucks, it was Friday night, and I was like, ah, fuck it, I want to play this. And yeah, it's amazing. That's, cool man that's, that's all i have to say about it yeah i'm glad you did because i don't know if i ever would have found it yeah i yeah oh it's so good i hope you all play it yeah well yeah it's sitting in my steam library to not get touched now so where it belongs <laughs> perfect <laughs> I'm excellent with the rest of yeah. every game mm -hmm. um and yeah i think that's about it and you know 
speaking of games played some games that we'll all talk about but yeah yeah like pretty much the only game i've played um <laughs> just due to real life time restraints but yeah we, uh, we should say like if just in case anyone gives a shit ben's uh assigned game we're, we're letting him off for a little while because he's a, a busy month it was hitman yeah appreciate uh appreciate that i still do want to play it but yeah it's just been uh Kind of a busy time right now. Yeah, that's why you've been a busy boy. Appreciate the support, boys. But no, I um, yeah, like I, I did get some decent Destiny time in, which was good. Um, I'm really I happy saw with you guys. Um, well. Sorry to interrupt. I, just, I saw you guys having a pretty long session of it. I think one day. Yeah, like between because like, anytime Dean comes yeah, on, yeah, he's trying to chip away at it, and yeah, and and we like Dean just recently played Gambit for the first time too, like. Hmm. Um, and he actually, he was getting pretty into it, which is good, but now we've just been chipping away, getting at those, those good, good light levels, trying to, trying to climb the ladder a little bit. And I think we did some of the Halloween stuff there. That's what we were doing the other day. So, um, but yeah, like I'm, despite the fact that I'm not as far down the rabbit hole as say you, Jameson, I'm really enjoying destiny. It's for the better. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so comfortable to play. And uh, so, Joe, I know what you're saying when you, like, can get up in the morning and do a couple of rounds of the Infinite Forest just because it's just, yeah, it's so comfortable. Like, yeah. it's, it's I'm playing with my morning fun. coffee. Oh. Obra Din, by the way, is a tremendous morning wake-up game. No okay. doubt. Nice to look yeah. at the noggin rolling out. Yeah. Yeah, you feel like you want to sit down with a cup of coffee and a notebook and be like, okay, I'm going to smoke my pipe and solve this mystery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I now, uh, like, you just saying that, I totally, yeah. that game, this game would definitely click with you because, like, you yeah. loved Mist. Like, you grew up on Mist. Yes, and it reminds like me a lot of Mist because you have the book and they're, like, moving pictures in the book. Or not mm-hmm. moving pictures, but, yeah, I <laughs> Mist was one of the first things I thought of when I started playing it. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um... But yeah, outside <laughs> of Destiny, I think the only thing I've really played is COD. I am Which interested one? to hear updated thoughts because you haven't really, because I assume you talked about it amongst yourself. You, Jameson and Dawson, haven't really talked about it much in the Discord. I, I guess not. Yeah, I guess naturally talk about it verbal. while you're playing together. Mm. Yeah. So uh, you go ben ahead, Ben. It. You begin. I know you begin. Jameson doesn't like it as much as Ben, so yeah. yeah. I think Dawson might hate it. I don't. I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> i really can't tell that no that's totally fair like and, and i just find it humorous that you would assume that just by proxy he hates it like just that <laughs> and just by default i say oh dawson's playing a video game oh he probably hates it like, he probably, <laughs> it, it does not he's, it's, he's i'm not wearing new, off on him finally it's not by ubisoft oh he hmm, probably not having, a good, <laughs> not having a good time probably um i uh so i'll talk about uh, blackout first, and then I'll talk about the uh, the multiplayer. No, no, I'll st- I'll start with the multiplayer, oh, yeah, and then I'll talk about blackout. Uh, I will not be talking about zombies as I have not touched it, uh, but I'm sure I will be because Dawson will want to play that a whole bunch. Dawson, I will speak on Dawson's opinion on it. Uh, he is, uh, he is now. He's got the zombie drip now. After mm-hmm. he started a solo session the other day. And the more he was uncovering, he was like, whoa, like, this is going to be really good. And so I'm excited to play uh, Zombies with him um, and, and just kind of play it uh, and, and see what it's all about. But I have, no, I have not touched Zombies yet. I'll start with 
multiplayer. Uh, I uh, and so this is just my opinion on it. I think this is probably my favorite Call of Duty multiplayer game since Modern Warfare Three. Mm. Um, I think is this it is the first one you played on PC. Uh, no, I've like I've played, like I've played a bit of the other ones on PC, like um, okay. even Black Ops Three. Like I have the multiplayer starter kit. Um, I got I think I had it in a humble bundle, so I played a few hours of it. But I, uh, <laughs> man, Black Ops Four multiplayer just feels, uh, it just feels like Call of Duty again. It's totally like douchey as that is to say. <laughs> it uh it feels like i don't know i just I, I i love it it's so smooth it feels it feels really good to me i'm 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 i don't care like the life and deaths like it just it's like i it's just it's cod right and it's just yeah. um yeah i don't know i really like it i think it plays really well um there are things that are good and, and things that uh, aren't quite as good uh some of the the specialists are overpowered um but uh, beyond that, I think the guns feel good. There's think... always balance issues in Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, and and this one, I think there's a lot of areas where th- there's too much going on to be uh, like that can be unbalanced. Like there's a lot of ingredients in the soup, and yeah. some mm-hmm. of them really are overpowering others. So, um, particularly yeah, specialist stuff I think is probably the the biggest thing. But I think that those I think that's probably the easiest thing you can nerf and buff. Um, but the guns, I think, beyond that, all feel really good. Um, it feels great on mouse and keyboard. Um, and yeah, I'm really, really enjoying the multiplayer. Uh, I, I'm playing like I'm playing free for all. Like I, I enjoy the multiplayer. I love free for all. Yeah, when like, I used to play Call of Duty. Yeah, it. it's that free for all was a mode I like never really played because I always like playing with friends. But I, I like the odd time would dip in but i'm enjoying cod enough i'm enjoying black ops 4 enough that i'm actually playing free for all and, and trying to go for it i fucking booted up twit like I, I was streaming for like very briefly because i was thinking about getting back <gasps> in doing uh doing cod so mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah uh, yeah what do you want yeah what do you got on the multiplayer jamie I think it's very good, and I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which Me is sort of destiny. how I felt with most of the Call of Duties mm-hmm. this generation. They're just... they're It's weird. I can play Titanfall 2, which is a much faster game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can have a great time with it and do really well in it. Something about the speed of Call of Duty, probably because it's been... You know, it's been coming out every year for a decade now. Mm. Uh, something about it is just like, I cannot keep up with this game. Mm. Uh, the people playing it on PC are all sweaty nerds that need to fucking <laughs> 360 no-scope you every single time. <laughs> and I... Guilty. It's just, I'm not sure what it is, <laughs> but I that's my biggest problem with the multiplayer is I can't keep up with it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're against people who have probably only been playing Call of Duty for like 10 years. Probably, yeah, and that that's the main part of or it. Or maining uh, it as their multiplayer thing. That's a really I've, good point, yeah. Yeah, I think the healing stuff is good. I, I initially didn't like it in the beta, but it, the flow is pretty good. Time to kills are a little all over the place, but mm-hmm. they feel good enough, and the guns all feel good. You know, this it's so... It's nice to play, like, a tight, responsive game after PUBG, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
But well, from Don- question from Donkey's videos, the assault rifles looked pretty useless compared to the very yes. SMGs. SMGs are so broken. Yeah, uh, you can you can get to the point insane. with one where you're gonna Kimbo it. Like yeah, you have dual SMGs. It's like, it fun. Yeah, yeah sure. I, I want to do it. Like I want to. Like I want to. Yeah. Shit on kids with my akimbo smgs absolutely i do i also saw i watched shroud play some normal multiplayer and he had some sort of kill streak which was almost like a golden gun it was just a revolver that one shot people oh, yeah that's, that's a spec i think that's a specialist perk that's yeah. another part of my i can't keep up with it is there's so much shit in this game and i have no idea what any of it is mm-hmm. like there are what 12 15 specialists and they yeah. all have like three abilities and the narrator is constantly saying like Enemy tatcom in I'm like, what is going on? I'm 90 years old. Leave me alone. God damn it. Shut up, video game. Uh, which is just weird for me because because I'm like, you know, kind of a, a big Titanfall fan. Uh, different speeds, and I can't stay on top of COD speed at all. Yeah, but in Titanfall, there was like six Titans. Yeah. It was, it but was, you're also like moving way faster, which mm-hmm. is where and wall oh, right, running. Like they, speed, there's no, yeah, yeah, there's no wall running in this COD, and there's wall running in like the last few. Yeah, it's definitely the the better of. Mo- I liked Advanced Warfare quite a bit, and I like their weird little bursty movements. That's sort of like Halo Five, yeah. I guess, uh, in hindsight. Um, but Infinity War, Infinite, what is it called? Infinite Warfare. Mm-hmm. Uh, the multiplayer was terrible. Black Ops Three, I hated the m- multiplayer as well because they just through wall running in but all the maps were not built for it mm-hmm. uh yeah so this is it, it seems really really good but i'm just i can't i can't do it i'm sure. too old yeah for sure I'm too old yeah, you're so goddamn old you're an old you i need so battlefield old, you're an old man playing your old puzzle games that are black and white yeah i just want to smoke my pipe and solve yeah. the mystery of the open dead eat, eating your delicious delicious homemade pecan pie and you're yeah. just you're just so goddamn old and gross and decrepit. Yeah, Jameson used to be younger than me, but now he's five years older. It's impossible. It's somehow, it's weird. Minimum. I know, right? Uh, yeah. Time's a but flat dog. And I'll <laughs> never play. Jameson. I'll never play zombies. Oh, that's too bad. I just don't care. You paid for it, man. That's twenty bucks worth of the content. Yeah, you say this now, but I don't Whatever. buy it. You're gonna play zombies with us, and you're gonna. Uh, well, it. I might play for like an hour, and then be like, "This shit is so yeah. boring." Because shooting the zombies is so un unexciting. It's just I don't. I, that's I think, not for me. I don't. I don't buy that. For you want to fight? Do I want to fight? One v one me in blackout, bitch. One v one me in blackout. Blackout's pretty good. Blackout's pretty good. I think squads is terrible, and I never want to play it again. Squads is uh, when you say sweaty kids. Yep. They're they're squads. they are playing squads. It's Shroud and Justin and Chad and someone else, and they every single person is trying to be like them. And you're yeah. like, fuck this, I can't do this. But, yeah. but duos duos has been pretty good. I felt the same way about PUBG. I just I yeah, didn't I like so. the dynamic of squads and having to constantly be thinking there are four people here against me. Yeah. yeah. I really like the just the flow. Whenever I played PUBG of of duos, because there's in every encounter, it's really kind of easy to keep mentally yeah. on the situation. You know, mm-hmm. the two people. Duos is definitely yeah, it's definitely the sweet spot for BR, I think. And you yeah. can like be like, I, I've seen one guy, so I only have to keep my back open for one other guy. But when there's the four people, and you can even encounter two squads, there's just too many variables, and it feels like a mess. I never liked yeah. it in uh, PUBG. Yeah, Jameson, uh, Jameson, and I have had some very good times with uh, yeah. with duo so far. Picked up a win, picked up some really close, like top five finishes. Um, yeah, it, it 
I think it all feels, it feels good. good. Yeah, it's I, it's I, a it's a casual BR experience. Like I don't have any emotional reaction to it, like PUBG. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it feels okay. so, it's faster to loot. Just because it's so much quicker. To, like you, you're kitted faster, right? Well, like, I, I mean, eh, I don't know. Like matches, matches are definitely faster, but it's just you know, it, it doesn't have the drama of PUBG. Yeah, um, which is fine. Which is fine, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a pretty relaxed, pretty forgiving. BR experience, which is yeah, it's good. Boy, howdy, it's do so they jump out of those helicopters fast though? Oh, they're so athletic. Yeah, so Joe, we we we've been keeping track. Um, one match we played, I think the helicopter wasn't even twenty five percent across the map, and seventy people had jumped. Oh, like, yeah. oh right, like the ADHD everyone hot drops. community. Yeah, yeah. Like they're at also the game drops. is unstable as hell for me on PC. It, it crashes constantly, like hard locks yeah. my entire PC. I heard uh, game, um, it's, some people it's say it was, it was bricking their SSDs. Great. Oh. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> re- re- reinstall, bud. That was after the last patch, apparently. It had some What if I effects. just uninstall and don't reinstall it? I'll do what you want, but I'd be sad. <laughs> <laughs> I just It's really annoying when you have a PC port that feels like it's going to explode all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so funny because I have a less powerful rig than you and i have had not have i have not had an issue nothing yeah it's strange it's like the reverse of PUBG. yeah oh how the turntables have turned uh, how the tableaus have turned man yeah man PUBG. but yeah cod's good you guys gonna go back to PUBG? we haven't talked about PUBG in the podcast for a while it was weird definitely that doss and i have to do it for science at the very least because fix PUBG the campaign ends in a week and, you know, when we launch it on November 1st, it's going to be fixed according to their schedule. They, so They just put out the Scorpion, which is an automatic handgun, which can hold, with extended mags, 40 bullets. Ooh, there you go, fixed. 40, that was what they were fixing 40 for 40 bullets, automatic handgun. Scorp- the Scorpion. Yep, I remember Akimbo Scorpions. It was a fun yeah. combo. Fuck oh, this. yeah! <laughs> um... I don't. Yeah, but I mean, I don't care. I don't give a shit about PUBG. But I, I, I will go back to it because I'm curious. I will be curious to see uh, if yeah, they I have know too. indeed fixed any part of it. Uh, because Dawson and I played it two weeks ago, and it was, whew, it was terrible. It was oh, just terrible. You, you saw guys, that gif when you guys jumped into that. I was like, oh god, what are these boys doing? It's not time. Yeah. No, it's so, not ready. <laughs> you're not ready yet boys <laughs> it's just staggering you know it's almost been a year since it's been out of early access and it's arguably performing worse than ever at times uh i love keeping up with uh PUBG. i do too yeah it's it's a it's car crash i can't look away from it's yep been, it's been six and a half weeks since i've played player unknowns battlegrounds there have you go. got the you're... itch at all ben do you ever get the Ooh, you know i think around. it's like <laughs> <laughs> oh i need my oh i need it no it's uh no it's 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 more curiosity now like I'm you were never really the instigator of the sessions though ben it was always jameson or oh Dawson. he no, was i would disagree oh were you okay okay yeah. yeah yeah i would say that like i i was always and i, I always find i have uh, the little brother syndrome where i always want to play games with 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 the with you guys or with anyone who's who will tolerate me and so I've always, like, I've always been the one who's, like, tried to coax people into playing PUBG with me, so. Um, Actually, yeah. I do remember you were the guy who was doing it for the, like, last two months, because Jameson and Dawson were on this, like, deluded <laughs> it's true, path yes. of being, like, we're not playing it again. And I was like, oh, just, yeah, like, just get over this we, shit. We never said we were never going to play it again. We were just trying to put as much time between play sessions. A couple of dweebs. 
Yeah, wait. Um, oh. But no, it. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm curious to go back to it after I get a, a decent uh, COD uh, cl- clip in. I don't think. Uh, it's definitely not my primary multiplayer game right now, as much as it was. I think COD is is going to be there for a while. Yeah, which is kind of cool to say. And Battlefield BR will not be there. No. For a while, I don't know if Battlefield. Today. I don't know if Battlefield will be there in 2018 at all for me. Yeah, which kind of sucks because I I was looking forward to it, but yeah, and, and I like the multi. Like I love Battlefield multiplayer. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I like I'll play it for 45 minutes and I'll be like, hmm, do I want to go play COD? Yeah, I think I'll go play COD instead. And so yeah. I'm just gonna forego even getting Battlefield. The next three games we discuss, I all I have to say is, what are they doing? What are they doing? What yeah, are they we, we should probably, life? if anyone doesn't know, it was announced today that Battlefield 5 will not be getting the Battle Royale mode or a complete campaign on launch. They're spreading it across the next six months, ending in March 2019. Which is, in, that's an interesting approach. Especially that for a game an that people are already a little yeah. bit against. Yeah. So that way you, the player, can help them decide what path they should take fuck with their you. game development. So that way, you know, they don't fuck up and do this or they give you what you want, which is it's just so, begging so for trouble. Frustrating it's just begging for trouble. That beta was so good. It's gonna like it, it's such a good core game, presumably, if they ship it in the state that the beta was in. Mm. And the fucking post-content launch is just like, oh yeah, we're gonna spend six extra months adding the rest of the game. <laughs> Two whole maps in six months. Woohoo! Yeah. Beyond yeah. fucking April or whenever. Like, come on. What are they doing? I I won't be picking it up. I okay. I, I just I won't because Yeah. I, I really did enjoy the beta. I definitely agree that it feels good. Mm-hmm. But I am definitely not just into Battlefield 4 shooting people i really enjoy the chaos and the cinematic nature and it was just a bit bland in that department so i was really looking forward to giving the battle royale a go joe playing a battle royale was gonna happen (laughs) not this year apparently and also the campaign was kind of looking interesting and Mm, even if it's crap i don't even care i just i just wanted to play a mindless shooter campaign to wait for the ending to come out in december so yeah, that's it's not. I will already probably be be buying a copy for Scott. So when it comes to double dipping, it's like oof. <laughs> yeah. that was kind of the same. I mean, thing there is that you know that early that Origin Access Premier thing, which I'll probably just sign up for because Anthem is out pretty soon, anyways. Uh, but yeah, I'm. <sighs> BF five should be a huge hit, and they're I don't know. It just feels like every turn they're like, oh no, we're. We're just fucking it up a little bit here and there. And it's like, okay, well, I guess I'll just play Fallout 76. No. Good transition. Good transition. Um, what are they doing? Uh, they're about to put out Game of the Fucking Year. Am I right? Am I right? This is when you edit in the know. studio Buggiest audience. game of the year, right? That, that's where you edit in the studio audience, just applauding my, my grandiose and just maybe, maybe, fall out of the year Maybe you are right. Who knows? Yeah. It's I not know. Gonna, I'm telling you right now. Okay, so uh. I am not a graphics snob. Not at all. I am really forgiving 
compared says to, the guy I, who's ordered a 2080 well, yeah, ti like, am know, i right like, you, like <laughs> joe i don't know no. if i can believe oh that's for work oh, yeah little, 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 little nightmares me. is the greatest game i've ever like you <laughs> pay oh, attention little, the pbr rendering amazing. is out of control yeah like oh like rtx graphics beep boop beep like you sound like such a dweeb about your little audio video what like, the just, hell yeah yeah what? sharp 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 heel turn by us on you oh my god yeah i am so upset um <laughs> but i'm not i'm not, I'm not a big graphics guy um, oh yeah okay yeah. oh sure yeah you oh yeah it's a 2080 ti rtx rooster teeth expo it looks like a ps2 game looks like a ps2 game the thing what? is, no. you you can do rough <laughs> graphics, but it can look vibrant and interesting. You can make a game like Stardew Valley look like good. See it, like if sea it's colourful. Yeah. Well, Sea of Thieves has amazing Wait. water, but outside of the water, Sea of Thieves is pretty, a pretty basic, cartoony-looking hmm. game. But if it's just vibrant and bright and has a nice palette, aesthetically pretty, you can make a game on a rough engine look good. And the look of Fallout is so abrasive it's not just that the textures are really outdated there's just something really ugly about the game i can't remember the last time i complained about the graphics of a game since factorio and factorio was the same thing it just had this horrible color palette which really put me off playing it and for fuck's sake ben Ben is interrupting our conversations with Discord picture <laughs> with good memes. Um, but yeah, there's something just ugly about Fallout yep. 76, which I really hope it doesn't hamper the experience for me. Because if the game comes out mildly okay, uh, performance and bug wise, I I think I'm gonna have a lot of fun with it. So I really hope the 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 hideous, rough, rusted nature of the game doesn't make me enjoy it any less i hope my brain can get over it have you watched any of the beta footage yeah i did having i'm not watching any yeah i, I haven't watched any yet either one. yeah i don't want to watch either uh having watched the beta footage uh does it definitively look worse than fallout 4 no it looks the lighting seems broken oh god if it looks better than fallout 4 then fuck it yeah like Game you of know the year. what? I, I actually have hope for it because there's certain times I was watching Shroud play last night and he was in this autumnal orange lit area. Mm. All the leaves have gone brown and there was a nice orange light on everything and except for the horrible frame rate, it actually looked pretty nice. And then at night, the game just... this. I don't know if it's the lighting in their engine. engine something just feels like broken because at times it looks great and at times it looks like the worst thing I've seen in like five years. Hmm. So to the point where I'm just kind of confused about what's going on with our engine. It's definitely one of those games that doesn't like compression as well. Video compression because of all the foliage. And it'll look fine on PC. It'll look fine. Fallout 4 looks fine on PC. It'll look at least as decent as Fallout. Or at best as decent as Fallout 4. That's my prediction. Except for yeah. the lighting at, in, the, in the hallways. I don't know if that's... I hope that's just a bug. It has to be, right? Yeah, that seems that seems like an easy fix too. Like it just it, looks so broken. I feel like a it lot does. of the game is going to be spent outdoors, so it's like I feel like they'll fix the indoor lighting. Yeah, there was there was no shadows inside, so the yeah. whole thing was like white bleached, and it looked very strange. But at least they put out a statement saying their game is going to be a broken, shitty fuck fest at the when it comes out. When they're like, Haha, the bugs are going to be spectacular, you guys. 
Just wait. <laughs> uh 79.99 by the way <laughs> i get tired of that where it's like come on like come on it's uh, i agree it's been three years since fallout 4 it should be a better it, it should be more polished than fallout 4 yeah. Uh, yeah and yeah they're putting out a big long statement saying this is just the beginning man we're gonna do this together and fix all the wacky fun bugs together and it's like Wait, I don't see an early access title anywhere. Uh, it's a full-priced AAA release. Uh, mm. It's just... Finish your fucking game, people. We don't need to do it for you. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how well it does and if people will put yeah. up with if the release is horribly messy. Yeah. Because it it might be the most outdated-looking AAA game I have ever seen, <laughs> which sounds dramatic because it obviously doesn't look as bad as games have. But usually when games come out that look bad, they still look, in the context of the studio making them and within the, the time it's coming out, yeah. I still think Fallout 76 might be the most outdated looking game within the context of its development I've ever seen. Huge AAA studio four years after Fallout 4? Or is it five? Four? Three. Three years. Okay, three years after Fallout but 4. But still. Like... And it's just like shockingly yeah. out of date. And I just, I just, I'm just curious. I, I will probably still enjoy it. I'm just like, well, what, what have you been doing? <laughs> what have you been doing, boys? I'm definitely fascinated to see it. I Every day, my expectations get lower, I would say. Uh, I'm still optimistic is, that I'm going to have a lot of fun. Hopefully, yeah. I, if it's it fun, <laughs> like, you know, those other issues fade away. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm still sort of tremendously looking forward to playing Game of the Year Fallout 76. I think it's yeah. Well, I hope it. you have like some spare time sometime, Ben, so that we can actually yeah. play it. Same boys in 2018. Yeah. Yeah, in yeah. 2018. I think yeah. This after this week, things will be normal. Okay. It's very, busy, yeah, big that, week. I don't know if you guys have anything else to say about Fallout 76. <sighs> Just hope it's if it's Sea of Thieves in West Virginia. I hope it's not like Sea of Thieves, but with better with Bethesda Ooh. quests. Yeah, yeah Bethesda. It, oh. As long as it if it runs smooth, if I can run it at sixty, <laughs> then I, I think it'd be one of those games where after playing it for an hour, your mind and eyes adjust yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, and it, you'll just forget that it looks. And then good. you launch Red Dead, and you're like, "Holy shit! This is what video games can look like." I forgot. Yeah. Oh, Red Dead? Don't you mean? Uh huh. Dead, dead, red, dead. What was? <laughs> dead, dead, red, dead, poo, too. <laughs> red, red dead redemption, poo. Yeah, that was my that was my class. Speaking A of death of video games, how about Sea of Thieves? Huh. Sea of Thieves didn't die. It, <laughs> fuck. I it was it. forced I to walk it. the fucking plank. I hate it so much. <sighs> okay. Well, what are they doing? Mm. Are we okay. gonna talk? Are we gonna talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we're getting into yeah. it. Great. Because it's me and Jameson did like a little retrospective on Destiny Two, and I think it's time <sighs> to do one on Sea of Thieves because. It's a serv live service game, kind of. Something that's being supported throughout the year. And this year, in my opinion, has been the year of support. It's been a battle of who can update their games with the most significant content. Destiny and wins. <laughs> Finally. And Fortnite uh, is like the testament of what happens oh, when you shit. do it right. And uh, there's some games on the opposite end of the spectrum. And 
Sea of Thieves is a hard one for me because I never want to shit on it because I have had some of the best multiplayer moments maybe ever in that game. Hmm. But I also objectively think they are supporting it incorrectly. So it's going to be very interesting. I said this to Jameson while we were playing after you left, Ben. It's going to be really interesting when it comes to the top 10 list that we do for 2018. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there hasn't been a huge amount of games. So there's a. And Sea of Thieves has been some of the most fun I've had. Yeah. But. Objectively and subjectively, like, it's a. It's fucking tricky. It's fucking That last session sucked. Yeah, it's shooting yes. itself in the foot with a cannon. Like. <laughs> it it just. It didn't have. Like, it's all it had blunder to do was go- bussing itself. Okay. <laughs> Tainted bananas. All it had to do was not fuck up, and it could have easily just <laughs> sat there at number one, coasted to, like, top three game of the year for for myself included. Um, like, but it just, man, that was a miserable sash. Like, I'm, like I yeah. did not feel like I was missing out on anything when I had to bounce out of that, that session, uh, yeah, that straight. Me, me and Jameson tried as well for another couple <sighs> of, like, 40 minutes after you went. We kept trying yeah. and, like, push on with... Know, give it yeah. another go and it just it just sucked it's not a yeah. game that needs some type of hardcore thing like that i think i think you just find you I'm make not, it fun it's gonna be like you add fun things to it i'm like, not sure if i would call it hardcore because it doesn't matter how good you are at the game you're still yeah. gonna get blasted to shit by the meteorite <sighs> strikes that go on for six minutes fucking hell i don't know what i don't know what they're going on i don't know what they got they're overextending on trying to i don't know i don't know i feel like they've added almost nothing to the game like they've put those three ais in which have been cool yeah but those are each like you know an hour you see them once and you're like okay i'm good and and it's like where's where's the hook the the way that's on your hand mate (laughs) 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 the way the model they have supported it with has been very strange because usually you break down a game and you you think what are the core elements and in sea of thieves it is pvp and a ship and quests right that that's the the two things you do the quests and you you pvp and then there's this this tiny little cherry on top on the side was the kraken it was like this random little event and it was cool but then for the next two expansions all they did is expand on the cherry on top. They didn't touch yeah. the core of the game, which is the PvP and the quests. They added like I think they oh. added something, a drum. That story quest, remember? Oof. Oh yeah, they are terrible. Oof. But, but more than that, it's just the things they are focused on are really strange. They haven't touched the core of the game and expanded on it, which is what you do in expansions. You expand on the core of the game. Is they've just added, is? yeah, they but they've just added a an island, so an area you can't really go to because yeah, you can't spawn there. You die, the water kills you, the air kills you, your ship sinks instantly, and then you're out of it, and you have to go across the whole map for how long was it, Jameson, to get across the whole map? Twenty minutes. Twenty-ish, twenty-ish, yeah. Twenty minutes to get back there, and then you die again. Oh my god! So, so the only thing they've done is just added. Two AIs, which was the cherry on top, and added a new area. And they just haven't yeah. touched in what's it been since it came out? It came out in it came out in March, so what, six months? Seven six months? months. They haven't touched two core 
principles of the game, which is PvP and the quests. They just haven't touched it. Yeah. Which is so yeah. strange if you're so passionate about supporting your game to focus on, in my opinion, the wrong areas. Mm-hmm. That's what it's I like think. It's like they've never... Confusing. I feel like they never figured out what they... They never had a plan. They never found a vision for this game. And I, I would like the, argue that the way they, except for the uh, Volcano stuff, the first two expansions, they did a very good job with what they were trying to do. Mm. But I just don't think it was the right area to focus on. Why are you spending all your time building a, a one-off event for people, which is very memorable and cool, uh, which is great for players like us who pop in you know, every month or so. But for your hardcore yeah. players... You just give them nothing. People who play every day just have nothing extra to do, except uh, eventually see a megalodon every now and then. And it's just a very strange support model. So I'm just looking at Destiny when we're talking about supporting the wrong type of players. And that's what Sea of Thieves feels like. It feels like they're supporting the people who play the game once every like two months. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, yeah, a bad way to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, what a... Uh, it's so frustrating because when it's those early moments... Those early good moments uh, in the year have been so fun, so good. It's, but like, like I said, if if I have if the next session, which is probably gonna, you know, we'll probably have one more last session with it before we do our game of the year stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if that session doesn't like is if that isn't as good as some of those early ones, like, there's no way I would cons- it. It would be not on a list for me because it's just yeah. if I had another session of it like what we just had, I'd be like, man, like. This is t- number one most disappointing almost because it's, yeah, I'm a fan of that game. You know, I I want to love Sea of Thieves. I often do love it, but it's it it's was, like they're just, it's yeah. like they don't want it. They're like, no, go away. We don't care. We, we don't know what we're doing. Just just give up on us. It was, and I don't want to. It was so depressing. pure. Like that, and that's just it. Yeah. Like, I agree completely with what you're saying. Like It was just, like they just had to keep, they, they just had to tune like just they, they it was such a low maintenance game. Yeah. And they're just doing the weirdest things to it. Yeah. Ugh, like it's just it's fr- it's it is fr- it's frustrating and disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. It's um the best parts of the game were interacting with other people. And while oh the my events God, that one guy that helped us do a myth was so that was such yeah. an amazing sequence. But they just didn't create new ways to interact with the other ships. The PvP hasn't changed in six months. There isn't yeah. a single new weapon. Not a single yeah. new weapon that can damage people. There's Unless really I'm... nothing that has changed about it, I-, I think. Like, if you boot it up and play it now, it's identical to the game that launched, except there are two other AI things that you can go fight, and that's mm-hmm. it. And, 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 like, nothing else has been, you know, oh, there's more stuff to buy. But how do you yeah. buy them? It's like, well, you do the terrible, boring, grindy te- quests where you just loot the same thing over and over again and it, for like 100 su- hours. Yeah, it surprised me because they had a um, communication method yeah. with their community, which was similar to Warframe, where they were doing like weekly video diaries with the community managers talking to the YouTube viewers and telling them what's coming up and that like, we've been listening to you. And it just doesn't feel like they've been listening to anyone, you know? yeah it's like what are you doing and when i saw they were doing that i'm like holy shit this is going to be this is going to be amazing because the warframe devs even though i probably would never play that game they support the game based on exactly what people want they talk to people in live streams and they get feedback directly from people and it feels like they're doing these video diaries and there's like this illusion 
that they are doing it for the people, but it just doesn't feel yeah. like they're listening or maybe people aren't asking for i don't know i'm confused it just it feels it, it feels confused it feels unsure of what it to be sort of like what destiny went through i think uh, more than once yes. it's like what, what how we don't know what we're doing we never really knew what we were doing mm-hmm. oh god oh god let's try this do people like that i don't even know let's just keep going uh and that's what it just feels like they're doing here which is a shame and i hope that they can find a compelling vision because i want to play sea of thieves i want to i bought it you know i i'm happy to play that game every couple of weeks if if they had figured it out but they haven't and that's oh it's such a bummer there's there's time for redemption though oh for sure yeah of course i mean i'm a destiny fan uh it's been four years it finally got good yeah (laughs) like you know if it's if there's a compelling enough core or you know tick to it where you're like man this has a good heart i'll keep coming back and giving it a giving it chances over and over again that sea of thieves is 100 percent one of those games for me uh-huh. it's just a bit too novelty experience driven right now yep but sea of thieves ah. 2 would probably be good fuck <laughs> <laughs> make banjo kazooie nuts and bolts too you bastards yeah, make, yeah. Ba- make nuts and bolts too um fuck sea of thieves it's the third game we- you guys were gonna reference that was it. That we was did, three. Battlefield, um, Battlefield followed and, no, and Sea of Thieves. I am really looking forward to Red Dead. Yes. Uh, I'm super ready for a giant, crazy open world single player experience. That is good. <laughs> Unlike wow. some other video games, like yeah, maybe wow. Assassin's Creed. I just know I will, you know, I, I know I'll like Rockstar's game. Uh, I always have. So I'm. Yeah. I, it's finally, I finally gotten to a point where I'm like, oh, I'm excited for Red Dead. It took a long, long time, but it's it's happened right before release, which is nice. I'm confident it'll be a high quality, well-made, very long single player experience, which I haven't really had much of this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing a shit ton of it on Friday. Like, yeah. Like a metric shit ton. I think I was talking I to rains. you about, <laughs> I think I was talking to you about this, Jameson where I was getting envious of people who have games that they can binge. Because yes. I, I love every now and then just finding a game and just sitting there for 12 hours like a sweaty nerd. That was because, like God of War. And that sounds like a weird thing to want. Because mm. you're like, why don't you just do that? Why don't you just sit there and play video games? It's like, I can't just do that unless the game works mm-hmm. with my brain in a certain way. Like I can't yeah. just sit there and play... 12 hours of destiny or 12 hours of PUBG because i just don't connect with those games and the games i play are like single player experiences and a lot of those sometimes have pacing issues and i don't want to play fucking captain toad for 12 hours or resident Evil 4 for 12 hours and Mm -hmm. so i don't really get to have many long intense gaming experiences i remember the last one was probably dark souls 3 uh two years ago in 2016 where mm-hmm. I woke up, I had nothing to do all day. I played Dark Souls three, and it was just it just clicked with me. The pacing was great. I was getting uh, through it at a really satisfying pace. I had a couple of beers in the evening, and I think I played that game for like eighteen hours. And, Oof, wow! And That's I awesome. I always remember those sessions yeah. where you because it makes you feel like a kid again, where you have nothing going on for a day, and you feel like you can play this one game for the whole day, <laughs> and then you do. <laughs> That was like Destiny last week to an extent. It's like, there that was nine hours. 
That was nine hours again. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. And I struggle to have those experiences because yeah, I don't play MMOs. I haven't connected with a multiplayer game for a long while, which is probably the easiest genre ever to have a massive gaming session in. Yeah. And I just I just want to play a game for a whole day. <laughs> That's probably part of why I had such a good time with that raid is because it was like, man, I haven't done this in a long time. Yeah. I just sat on my ass and played something all day and had a good time all day. I know day it sounds playing. sad, yeah. but sometimes as long as you, you know i'm not saying i want to do it every day for my life no. i don't want to be stuck inside but every now and then like once a year i like having a whole day where i just get lost in a game and i forget about the real world for like 15 hours and i just haven't had that for a while and hopefully on friday i will have that maybe for yeah. a couple of days i think yeah. the last time that happened for me was well spider-man was a good kick but you, probably yeah. when we did the raid you guys um you guys had some pretty intense uh pub sessions some the weekends. longest we ever did was like six hours though really oh. PUBG, yeah. yeah that was a weird yeah, Sunday. Like, well maybe maybe once or twice no I, yeah most most of the time about six hours yeah, maybe for some seven. reason it felt like it was all day prior to the raid which raid by the way ben where, destiny which, 2 what, leviathan oh leviathan yeah that was only like four and a half hours still like uh, it was so but it's it's like an all-day event yeah it was a stake you know? yeah. it was a tough stake yeah like, yeah it had that it had that feeling to it for sure because it was quite intense for four hours I think the last single player thing I did was it would have been Horizon. I think I played twelve hours of that game on the first day that nice. we got our code for it. Uh, I like woke up. I like d we got the code Friday night, out of sort of out of the blue. We weren't expecting it. Yeah, uh, and I was like, literally about to go to bed, and I got the email and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> uh, and started the download and then went to sleep for like three hours and then got up and played it like. Wow, I didn't know you did that. Something like, something like that. Man, that, takes, that's, that shit takes me back to like... It was awesome. Yeah, like waking up extra... Because I used to wake up extra early when I was a kid going to school to play RuneScape. Yeah. I, mean, like, I remember like spending 13 hours a day playing RuneScape in my off yeah. time. If, 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 my body still naturally wakes up when, when there's a game that I'm excited about. That's when I know I'm excited for something is if I wake up at like 5 a.m. the day. It's, I was like, it's oh, that, okay, it's brain Santa wants Claus it, is coming guess. feeling. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and I just and I'm getting that, that with Red Dead. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think I was that way oh. around Odyssey. Horizon was such a... Oh, AC Odyssey? I didn't know you were a big fan. <laughs> yeah, my favorite part was when Cappy uh, comes into play in the third act and just kind of slams a, a bunch of race there. slurs at a lot of the locals. <laughs> um, it, was, it was such a good time for me doing it with Horizon because it was like uber anticipated. I wasn't expecting to be playing it the weekend before it was out. And that game is like immediately... I, I was like, what the fuck is going on with this game? I need to know. Mm. And I played like, yeah, 12 hours. It was God, beautiful. that game was so fucking good. Yeah. I know. I was thinking about that this morning. God. Like, oh, man, this game rules. Jameson, God of War versus Horizon. Horizon. I've yeah. settled it. <laughs> My, uh, uh, and, and God of War is a better game. Horizon, yes. I love more, though. Yeah. So. And you're arguably the world's most famous Horizon photographer. Probably. It's yeah. true. Hideo Kojima approves of my photography skills in that game. Yeah, this is true. Um, I'm basically Mads's BFF. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. That's pretty sick. With Mads, yeah. I don't know. I I'm trying like RDR2 might be that game. Like, and, and that's you know what I'm kind of hoping Fallout ends up being that game because I've always wanted. I hope that Fallout, for Fallout is for you. I want Fallout you to love Fallout. I want you to love any game this fall, Ben. Just one. I want you to, <laughs> I want you to like. I guess you've game. gotten that with Call of Duty, which is so. good. 
Well, and I did with Spider Man. Like I loved. Oh, that's really, true. But you really did it secretly, so I sort of forgotten about Spider Man. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Did anyone, anyone touch the DLC for Spider Man? No, I meant to this morning. But I barely I'll touched myself. Whoa, true. dude! I'm sorry to wow, hear that. Wow, 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 so wow. busy. Yeah, you're a busy boy. Yeah, there's actually uh, there's games out now. Yeah, right. Throne Throne Thronebreaker came out today or yesterday. Yeah, yeah I look forward to playing talk- all of that over a period of three weeks or so because I, I don't you, need to rush. You guys will probably talk about that on a review roundup. I feel. Yeah, well, well probably. I don't really I have so. any conclusive thoughts because I I'm like I've two, only played an hour. Three hours. Just yeah. neat. Yeah. One, one thing I will like, say. Yeah. I don't want to get obviously we won't get too far into it, but the art for the cards is outstanding. Yes. Cool. All the art's got some great, great art. The cards it, are really the art looks really good. Yeah. I just kind of take yes. peeks at it. It looks really good. Yeah. I'm surprised how animated most of the art actually is. Yeah. You didn't you don't get that from photos. It's all sort of swaying and moving a lot. Yeah. They apparently had like a team of a hundred people working on this game for like two and a half years. So I guess I'm not surprised. But it's it's a it feels very produced that mm-hmm. game which is yeah, cool it's, it's, it's neat it's like a mixture yeah. of genres and it's fun to see how far they've taken this simple concept yeah i look forward to playing all of it i so watched um, a little mini interview with the guy who came up with gwen and it was so cute he was like, he, I bet. he made this thing and there was like two of them uh in said project and they it almost got cut because they couldn't make, make the prototype work and <laughs> they were trying to lure people in and they said they were in like the break room and they were like loudly talking uh, very artificially <laughs> like, oh, wow, look at this game. It's so fun. And they were waiting for specific programmers who they really need assistance with to walk past the room and be like, wow, nice mood, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And he was like this. He was such a wholesome guy. who The came polls the are so pure. Yeah. And then it got greenlit for the game and he was like, yes. Yes, it's in the game, and now it's and got now its, it's own got game. This huge, yeah. And you can just shoot like games. this it's proud look games. in his yeah, proud look in his eye. Oh man, his little idea came to life through hard work and perseverance. Gwent but, is really fun. It's a really enjoyable card game. Yeah, uh, but yeah. we'll talk about that more in November. Yeah, it's <sighs> nice. Yeah, Oberdin, sorry, Thronebreaker. That's all good. Spider-Man DLC and Red Dead in the same, all in the span of seven days has been nice. I'm yeah, uh, it's, it was like. It does. It feels. It was, yeah. Th- this is. Yeah. When when we had the summer drought, it was bad, and it just feels good to have some games again, despite yes. time may not be there, but it's still just good to have options. Get yeah. time, Ben. Mm-hmm. Fire just yourself. Retire already. Yeah. Fire yourself. What are you doing? <laughs> I've never thought about that. Fire myself. Give myself severance. Yeah. And, and just, just give eat pumpkin s- pie. Take a sabbatical. You can grant yourself a sabbatical. You're the yeah. boss. True, boys. Paid. To, paid Paid pecan pie sabbatical. Put my lay myself off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But keep paying myself as well. Exactly. Oh wait, I said this in a recording, so I've oh, myself. Oh, oh shit. shit. Uh just fools and fingers crossed behind my back. You can't see it. <laughs> it's a good thing what, what, I don't what's, edit. What's these. the thing you take when you get pregnant? Uh <sighs> cigarettes. No, yeah. no, the leave you get. Hard specific, alcohol. Kickboxing class. There's a specific, <laughs> there's a specific, specific a uh, term knife? for the 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 leave. You oh, get the clothes work. hanger. That's when what you're, you're thinking. Oh god! Oh Jesus no! <laughs> to hang up your maternity clothes. The blue pill. You get like uh, maternity leave. The morning after maternity leave. When you're pregnant, you get maternity leave off work. Give yourself that. That's when you have your baby. Yes. Get my yeah. girlfriend give yourself, pregnant. Give yourself and paternity give my, take leave. Take myself off work while she's just pregnant at the start. 
And yeah. I was going to say, just eat enough cookies, Ben, and then you'll be pregnant. <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm well, well on my way in that regard. Oh. <laughs> it's been a fun yeah. time. Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about weed. <laughs> uh, better, oh, not. better not. Better not. Better not. Better not. Ben regaled me with a good story of uh, him damaging his home. Not, not related to, uh, you know cannabis consumption it was related to alcohol consumption alcohol and the connor khabib fight and i punched a hole in punched the wall. A fucking hole in the <laughs> wall you did it really yeah jesus when we were remember the battle stations uh, pics we were sending to each other in the chat yeah yeah you, you can see a hole in the wall <laughs> fucking hell dude what, did you put the, paper towel in the hole i stuffed paper towel in the hole yeah <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> You're like the most chewed out dude, and all of a sudden you just go nuts. He's the only one that's ever broken a peripheral. A broken he broke peripheral. his mouth six <laughs> weeks he ago. He punched a hole in the wall. You're a maniac. This is not my first hole punched into a wall. Fucking hell. Doc I, would be proud. Is that a bad word? You just ripped, dude. I was I was ripped drunk, and I was pretty <laughs> mad. So. I was the fist, because I punched a wall before, and it fucking hurts. Uh, bloody and sore for a couple of days. Yeah, I you bet. got peeled skin on the knuckles. Oof, that hurts. Yeah, so. But, this uh, is why I just punch myself. So Why were you, wait, did you punch it just because, uh, because you could kind of lost, or because of the, the kerfuffle afterwards? Yeah, Khabib jumped the cage, and it was just, there was a lot, there was a lot going on. The lot going on in the room. There was a lot going on in the room. And, uh, Chat? yeah. I got emotional. Sorry, sorry to say it, but I was I was enjoying myself because I, I got up to see it because I, I got dragged mm. into the hype and into the zeitgeist and everyone yeah. was talking about it and I was like, fine. Yeah, you Set witnessed a really interesting event. I did, so. yeah. It seemed it like was, a shit show. It was a fucking shit show and I'm still mad about it. <laughs> I'm but. so glad I didn't watch it. Um, Let's wrap <laughs> it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, A couple of... Uh, a couple of... What's the term I'm trying to use here? House cleaning? A couple of house... Sure. A couple of orders of the Spring house. Clean, uh, call to actions. Yeah. Um, um, new series launched since the last podcast came out. Uh, it's Jameson and Dawson and I, and we're playing Metal Gear Solid 4. It's called Freedom. It is a <laughs> uh, much better version of the other series, long play series that we were doing. Short play series? What would you call those? Let's not talk about that show. Freedom, Metal Gear Solid 4 is really good. You first, couple, first couple episodes are out, and boy, how do you? I was, only I was, about two yeah, hours. I was listening to the second one before we started recording this, and I was having some laughs at just it's just you can tell that the life is back in our eyes. Like you can tell yeah. that yeah. we're just soul the, rejuvenation has begun. That the sure. boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Oh, the boys and are back in town. yeah, the boys are finally back in town. And so yep. uh, it's the town is war torn Afghanistan, and the yes. boys not for are, long there, don't worry. or yeah. maybe for the entire game I can't remember. I actually, yeah, I have no idea either. Um, so yeah, so that's going pretty well. Joe's been doing spoopy streams, and uh, I'm interested to see where those go. Um, I would still like to somehow, by the end of the month, do an until dawn either stream or playthrough. Well, you don't have my graphics card, so I don't have your graphics possible. card or not my, my capture card, so that is not possible right now. I know. No, it's okay. I mean... Mm, oh, yeah. We were that. supposed to do it for Halloween. I forgot it was well, Halloween. I had originally... Yeah, I had originally thought we'd be getting through MGS4 in August. But, yeah. Um, Things get busy. Whatever. Yeah. We'll yeah. get to Until Dawn eventually. Yeah, I ain't sad. 
It can be uh, a Christmas game. <laughs> it can be. A yeah, there's Christmas snow. It's, it happens in the snow. That's sure. true. Yeah. Um, Spooky and Christmas time. We have content on YouTube happening again with Black Ops 4 coming out. Uh, Black Ops 4 myths are live over on the YouTube channel, so make sure you go check that out. YouTube.com slash defend the house. Uh, maybe you learned something you didn't know about Blackout. Maybe you'll have already known it and you can call us a bunch of idiots in the chat. Oh, yes. Please do the latter. Yeah. It's usually what happens. So, Especially the British one. He's the worst. Oh, the English guy in this podcast Uh. programs? Oh, (laughs) God. The British guy and the Americans, as everyone says. Yep. Some some people still think that the three of us are roommates, (sighs) which I think is just We are. Which I think is just cute because we are. We are. What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm looking you right in the eyes as I'm saying this. Yeah, we're all yeah. just recording off one mic. And yep. yeah. A lot of people um, think you two are the same person as well. Well, this we is are. true. But we are. Yeah. Ventriloquism, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been dead for six months. Yeah. It's, you always wonder how we On finish the each other's. For sure. <laughs> sausages. <laughs> Farewell. What? Speaking of sausages, <laughs> farewell. Farewell sausage. <laughs> and uh, farewell sausage. we'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>